You are listening to a Natural Products Insider Podcast. With Rachel Adams, Managing Editor. This podcast was recorded live in Las Vegas at Supply Side West. Welcome to the Healthy Insider Podcast. My name is Rachel Adams, the Managing Editor of Natural Products Insider, and today I'm at Supply Side West in Las Vegas. I have Lindsay Bristol with me, who is a registered dietitian and senior marketing manager at Swanson Health. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Hi, Rachel. I'm doing great. Uh, Lindsay joined us today in our social media marketing workshop at the show and talked about uh, building an influencer program, um, which was incredibly insightful and um, of huge interest to everyone, I would say, in the audience. We had a lot of engagement at this workshop, which was amazing. Um, So I'm so excited to dive into this topic now and get Lindsay's feedback for the podcast. Um, So I'm going to start kind of basic, but I think this is also really important and something you touched on in your session, uh, which is the why. Why to work with influencers? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think I agree. This is hugely important to focus on. Um, Most of us have our own personal beliefs as to why, and we've read enough. If you're trying to start a program, you yourself might know why you want to start the program, but articulating it to get senior leader buy-in so that you have sufficient budget to help it run is is incredibly important. So establishing that rationale up front, and for me it comes down to three specific things. The first one being that influencers are creating content that consumers already are consuming. And so working with influencers allows you to insert your brand into that Mm -hmm. content to be consumed along with it. The second is that working with influencers allows you to win over new audiences. So if you're looking to target new different demographics, that allows you to reach those new demographics. And then the third is that working with influencers allows you to build increased brand trust and engagement. So we've seen time and time again and continue to see that influencer marketing truly is one of the most effective digital marketing tactics today in order to significantly increase brand engagement, awareness, and trust. And I think that this is a really important distinction and something that um, you talked about during the session, I asked you a question about this, um, is is understanding what you're trying to achieve. And you just mentioned brand awareness. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that in terms of knowing or, or having a focus of what you want going into an influencer program or working with an influencer? Yeah. So... After you establish your rationale, I think setting out some ground rules on how you approach an influencer program and how you're going to build that program, including what are the objectives in terms of metrics. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes, and we heard this a lot during the session from all of the other speakers as well, brand awareness is the primary goal. Uh, Building impressions, Mm -hmm. getting people to just understand who you are as a brand and hear more about your product versus is putting some hard sales goals against it. Uh, It can be really challenging to do that, especially if you're a retail-focused brand. Sometimes if you're an e-commerce brand, it can be a little bit easier to attach promotional codes or uh, website traffic clicks, those sorts of things, Uh, building your house email file. Uh, But I think making sure from the get-go as you establish your kind of rules for engagement, what your rules for success are as Mm -hmm. well, and making sure everybody's aligned, including senior leaders, leadership so you don't come back at the end and somebody says, well, we spent $5,000 on influencer programs, but the return on the investment from a sales perspective was only 
3,000, this doesn't seem worth it, you can go back and say, well, we also had X number of impressions and built mm -hmm. our house file by this much, and those were the original goals that we set out to achieve. Right, right. And, then, and you, you brought up another point that I think is like, I think it's so important. Uh, it, we heard this a couple of times, and I brought it up in the question that I just referenced, and a couple others, uh, I think people in the audience brought this up as well, that kind of looking at dollars versus brand awareness and what you just mentioned was uh, that it's so important for your audience to have an understanding of what your product is and who you are, that, that brand awareness. And it's, I think... I'm just bringing this up because in the supplement industry, that's something that the supplement industry struggles with a lot mm -hmm. is consumer perception of the products. Yeah. And so I think it really can't be understated how important it is um, to build brand awareness and to build uh, trust with your consumer and with your audience and, and partnering with influencers who can help you do that, I think is great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at Swanson, this is one of the reasons we're working with influencers and building an influencer program is we have an aided brand awareness of 3% among consumers. And so just getting people to understand who we are and what we do is mm -hmm. a huge win for us at this point and, right. and bringing traffic to our website. And we see that as you bring somebody in and they sign up for our emails, they significantly increase the number of purchases they make year after year. So somebody who comes in as a first-time buyer may spend $50, but over the course of the next five years, we see that they're spending double, triple that, mm -hmm. and you can see a very, very steady increase on a graph as you look at the customers that come into the fold. So just getting them to be aware and come and learn more about us is a huge win to start. Right. And then establishing some of those those awareness goals is is makes a lot of sense for us. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, just in the context of the industry, it's just, that's such an incredible achievement. So, uh, so I want to, um, I jumped a little bit ahead because I, I think I already brought up one of the R's during your presentation, you brought up four R's, um, to consider when you are building an influencer program. Can you talk a little bit about those? Yeah, so for me, uh, the two things I wanted people to walk away from my presentation with, if they're gonna start a program, make sure you do it authentically and make mm -hmm. sure it's mutually beneficial. So some people go into influencer influencer program building with some directive from a, a senior leader who maybe went to a presentation somewhere and came back and said, we need to start an influencer program. Influencers are the future. And so they went out, found an influencer and paid them $200 to post something on Instagram. And that doesn't have longevity associated with it. It doesn't have authenticity where you feel like you've really built a relationship and that will come through to their audiences. And it, it ultimately isn't going to be successful for either of you. So when I talk about the lens that you should look through for building influencer relationships, I talk about it in terms of the four R's. The first being rightness, the second being relevance, third being relationship, and the last being reach. So rightness is this idea of brand fit. And so you can ask a couple of different questions to understand, does this person have a good brand fit for me as you're kind of pressure testing and starting to foster this relationship? So do they have the right brand personality for me? Are they relatable to my customers? And, and therefore, their audience will feel kind of endeared to my brand as well because people will start to, to sense if there's not a, a right fit between you and that person pretty automatically. Mm -hmm. uh, also, 
also asking, are they an authentic fan of the brand already? So do they use your product? If not, that's okay. Again, if you have a, a, a small brand like Swanson, again, like that just re- might require some education, but it also means don't go after a partner who it would seem super bizarre for them to be talking about your product. So right. I think in the presentation I mentioned, there's a ton of health and wellness influencers out there that we could work with, but if I go after a wellness influencer who swears by a whole foods diet and completely denounces vitamins and supplements, and the next day they start putting out ads for Swanson Vitamins, it's going to feel pretty inauthentic, and it's yeah. not going to do anybody any good services. Uh, well, we've so. all seen that as consumers of social media. Yeah. And you kind of then, at that point, even that influencer, you kind of question their credibility. Exactly. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. Um, so those are a couple of pieces of looking at rightness and then relevancy is about you know are they on the platforms where your customers are going to consume content so you're not going to want to work with an influencer with if their primary platform is snapchat but your customers are all on facebook that's probably not a good fit for you mm-hmm. it's kind of force-fitting the relationship it's also about their activity so are they active do you see them posting pretty consistently are they p- consistently engaging with their audience members they're not just kind of having a, a one-way conversation people are commenting and it's going off into the distance they're engaging with people and then it's also about future activity when you're having conversation with them are they talking about the future and what projects Mm -hmm. they're going to be working on do you see an opportunity to engage with them on those projects and then um, relationship is kind of the next level piece of it so after you've been able to kind of have some discussion about rightness and relevancy and dive into some of those details how do you continue to build that relationship and make Mm -hmm. sure it's ready for kind of the next level if you think about contractual you know exchange of goods and understanding if they have other other relationships on the on their plate that feel like they're conflicting with your messaging and making sure you're doing your due diligence there, making sure you're understanding their long-term goals. Are they committed to a long-term relationship? You know, there's not a return policy on these kind of contractual long-term commitments. So making sure that you're establishing those rightness and and relevancy pieces up front before you commit to anything further. And then the last is reach. So there's a lot of kind of table stakes pieces to reach. One being number of followers. You just should know kind of off the bat. That's a question that most people are going to ask you. Uh, But that's not the most important one. The most important to me is engagement. And we heard that really loud and clear during the panel discussion today too, is that you can have a celebrity with a huge following, but Mm -hmm. if their engagement is really low, it doesn't really matter. You want to find somebody who even if they have a low following, their engagement is high. And that means that their audience really, truly trusts what they have Mm -hmm. to say. They're probably very discerning about the partnerships that they're putting in place. And uh, you want somebody like that who's going to be really committed to a small number of partnerships and spreading themselves too thin to just try and make a buck. Right. And that's that term. We heard the buzzword uh, micro-influencer. Yes. Where they might have a smaller audience, but they generally, like you said, have a better relationship with their audience. Yes. Uh, so I guess my, my final question for you is what was your most impactful takeaway from the session from what you shared or anyone else or even what our audience discussed? Were there any wow factors? I mean, I, I think honestly, it was very interesting to me that we went into the session with the goal of talking about social media and responsible sh- social media marketing practices with influencers being a big component of social media today. We obviously, we spoke on that, a couple of us, but the 
interest from the audience became very, it became very clear that influencers was where they were headed right. in terms of their interest. And it got, um, I was surprised by how many questions we got and how excited people were and how interested and a lot of questions even after the session. So I think it's just an interesting learning for me and probably for supply side that that's probably a great education track to go down and looking at even the, the questions around influencers for B2B B mm-hmm. versus B2C, like that's not something I'd ever thought of, but I think there's an opportunity there to think about, how, okay, if you're an ingredient supplier, how do you work with your, with the companies that use your ingredients to help them use influencers to market? Or what kind of resources can you bring to the table to then help your help the companies that you work with better market the products that use your ingredients. Do you bring an expert in if you are selling lutein? Should mm-hmm. you should you employ a lutein expert and that lutein expert can work with those companies? So I think there's a lot of a lot of exciting things that came out of this in terms of additional education opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I saw that um, in our audience engagement there were so many questions, so much interest in influencers. Um, and I was actually kind of surprised that I felt like a lot of people in the audience still we're even just at the point of how do I get started? Yeah. Um, which, you know, I'm grateful that they were there. Yeah, totally. Able, yeah, <laughs> able to learn from some really great speakers. So with that, thank you, Lindsay, for uh, participating in our panel. And also thank you for participating in the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts. This edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast was recorded live in Las Vegas at Supply Side West 2018.